Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Empowered Connection podcast. This is your host, Damodar Cordua, relationship coach, empowerment coach, yoga, and yoga wisdom teacher. On this podcast, we help our listeners connect more deeply to their own potential, remove the roadblocks from that connection, and also connect more deeply to others in their life. If that's their partners, if that's their family, their friends, their coworkers, their community, this world and to connect to something even greater, right? whatever that is for you. That could be spirit, that could be the universe, that could be Mother Earth. This is our goal. And we give our listeners practices, tips, tools, frameworks, stories, testimonials, etc., from myself and from so many great, expert, fascinating guests, so that you can have more resource in your life. Now, if you want to take some of these lessons deeper into the weave and weft of your life, I encourage you to reach out for a first free coaching session and think about, explore what it would be like to go on a deeper journey, a deeper coaching journey, so that you can become even more aware, explore even deeper within yourself, and have some space that you dedicate, that you stand for. In your life, this is one of the most difficult things for us, right? To actually stand for, I'm going to take this time out of my week and learn and grow. I'm going to learn more about myself. I'm going to learn more about my limitations, my perceived limitations. I'm going to learn more about my relationships and about how I want to show up in a relationship authentically and create connection. So the link is below. You get a 10% off if you mention this podcast off of your coaching journey of choice. I work with individuals, I work with couples, and I work with other dyads, meaning other groups of two. Before we move on to today's solo podcast episode, which will give you some great practical tips and tools to bring into your life, so an actual specific practice, a few public service announcements. If you're in the Philadelphia era, we are starting a couple great workshops and meetups in June. June 4th starts our bi-monthly, that means twice a month, Divine Self Men's Circle. One meeting is in person in Philadelphia if you're in that area of the world. And the other meeting is from anywhere in the world online. And this is a way for men to meet up in sacred community, to connect with each other, to support each other, to hold space for one another, and to challenge each other to grow and co-create and collaborate a better way of being a man in this world. Such important work. So if you're out there and listening and you are a man or identify as a man, please, I invite you to connect with our sacred circle. I would love to sit with you. And a couple other great workshops and immersions happening in Philadelphia in June. All the info is in the show notes below. I am hosting a yoga philosophy, yoga wisdom, and yoga stories immersion. If you want to bring story, wisdom, and philosophy deeper into your life in ways that are meaningful and transformative, making some of this yoga wisdom more applicable, more meaningful, more down to earth, but yet still transformational. I'm also doing a workshop on Ayurveda, an introduction to the sister science of yoga, which is one of the most ancient, probably the oldest healing system that Chinese medicine is also based on that gives you lifestyle tips and tools that are really meaningful and doable in ways that can help you create more balance in your life, 
more possibility in your life, more balance in your body, more balance in your mind, and more empowerment and more spiritual connection. And then finally, if you're a yoga teacher, I am presenting an immersion on learning how to theme in your yoga class, bringing yoga wisdom, bringing your unique voice and your story, and bringing stories into the weave and weft of your practice to transform and empower your students' lives in more meaningful ways. So taking the asana, the physical energetic practice to the next level. So lots of great stuff in Philadelphia and online. Reach out to me there or reach out to me on Zoom and we can connect in so many, so many ways. All right. So today's solo podcast is a continuation, a bridge from episode number 32 back in the day on shadow work. And I'm going to give you a specific shadow work practice today. And this is a way that you can create relationship with your shadow. You can explore your shadows and you can reintegrate them into your life in a better, more life-giving and more empowering way. So what are shadows? Well, listen to episode 32 for more on shadows and shadow work, but shadows, generally speaking, are the parts of ourselves we repress, deny, or avoid. So these could range anywhere from anger shadows, sexual shadows, shadows of neediness, shadows of guilt, scorn, revenge, shame. Our inner critic and inner saboteur can often be seen as shadowy aspects of ourself, parts of ourself that are operating under the surface without our conscious awareness. And they usually come from an older place in our life, from our childhood or for some previous relationship. Now, there are many ways to navigate, process, and integrate our shadow or shadows into our lives that create more possibility, balance, and wholeness. And that's what we're going to step into today. One practice to do so, because there are many, and I'm not saying that this practice is the end-all, be-all. There's so many ways that I employ with my own life and my clients, and then I'm sure other practitioners also employ with their life and their clients. But one way uh, is through an embodiment practice rather than just a mind-based or cognitive practice. So we talk a lot about this on the podcast, the necessity to understand ourselves from the consciousness mind point of view, and then also understand the body's wisdom, what the body is showing us. And in our last podcast episode with Sarah Scrivano, we talked a lot about that, about bridging that gap or kind of creating a, a hand holding between the body and the mind. And this practice that we're about to do has elements of both. It dips into a smaller variation of what's called parts work, which I also use as a tool with my clients. And if I was with you, if I was with a client one-on-one, -on -one, we could go a lot deeper into what we're about to talk about today. And in relation to that, this practice that I'm about to talk about could bring up some intensity. So if it feels like that intensity is too much or that you don't have the tools or grounding or resource to navigate it, please reach out to me for that one-on-one -on -one session or reach out to another professional such as a coach or a therapist so that this practice doesn't derail you. It's actually something that is empowering in your life. So just note that I'm going to encourage you to be aware of that. So let's take a moment and dive in and explore this way to notice, be with our shadow, and possibly reintegrate it into our life in a way that creates more possibility in our lives and our relationships. So we're going to start with identifying a trigger. And we have a lot of episodes on this. We have episodes about traversing our triggers and another tr another's triggers. So there's a lot of other resource that you have from this podcast to understand how to even do that, how to find 
or identify or trigger. But for now, simply put that that could be like your partner or a loved one looks at you a certain way or talks to you in a certain tone and you have an embodied reaction. You can feel something happening. You can feel maybe your heart or your belly clench. You can feel yourself get hot. You notice pressure and perhaps heat in your head, et cetera. Whatever it is, you start to notice that is a sensation or sensations happening in your physiology. Those are related to a trigger. Someone says something, we notice that we start to react in some way. That's ungrounded. A meditation that I do with my clients, it gives us like a number scale. Like, wait, no, I'm pretty grounded right here. I don't notice a trigger. Or wait, I'm at like a four or five. I'm feeling some activation in reaction to this person or situation. It's really an emotional awareness exercise to tune in to what is activation. Some of us are activated, like I'm going to raise my own hand. Still happens to me to this day. And I don't even know it. I'm in a stress response. I'm in my head and I don't realize it. So this is the first key is to start to notice. And I'm sure we all have opportunities to practice. If it's that person at work, if it's that person in the car uh, cutting us off, <laughs> if it's our loved one, usually our loved ones, of course, they're the closest to us, but of course they also trigger us the most because they are our mirrors. So if we dig deeper into these triggers, as I mentioned earlier, and their physiological shift, we often want to notice that there's a familiarity to them. If we really start to not only notice them, but go deeper into their experience, that they are about older stuff, such as our childhood or past relationships. This is a way that the psyche deals with intense emotions from the past, such as ones that had us feeling threatened or not feeling safe. But interestingly, the more we get triggered into these parts of ourselves, these shadow parts over the course of many years, say we have an anger response to our partner's tone, the more our body tightens up around that shadow, around what's being activated and allows it to kind of like in a maladjusted way, I'd say live and grow without being fully integrated into our wholeness and conscious awareness in positive ways. So it allows that part to both kind of almost like we could say fester and a double down onto itself, but also stay stuck, right? In in an unintegrated way. So it takes a lot of energy also to like for that all to happen, to stuff these feelings, to push them aside, and then to have them come out in sideways fashion in ways that aren't very adaptive for our life. And then somehow deal with that and the aftermath and the wreckage sometimes from that scenario. If you're looking to dive deep into your possibility for 2023, if you are looking to remove some of the roadblocks that are coming up for you in your life right now, that you're starting to take notice of, if it's in your purpose, within your career, within your relationships, within your most intimate relationships, or your relationship to your own self, take the time today to reach out to me for your first free 30-minute coaching session, and we can dive in or at least dip on in, into the possibility of what's next for you so that you can make 2023 and beyond a space of deeper healing, deeper empowerment, deeper self-discovery, deeper self-awareness. And if you're in relationship, much deeper potential and possibility, connecting, loving, building something strong with your most loved ones. So this is a way that we're going to kind of clear some of that, or at least dip our toes into if this is too much. Remember, 
if you're intrigued, but it's too much, or you don't get this process, let's connect. And I can take you through it in your own unique way for your own unique journey with a coaching call. Okay. So let's come back. We'll, so we'll start officially with step one, which is to identify the trigger response, get more practiced at that, uh, get more practice at also creating space in your nervous system within which to notice if we don't have spaciousness, we're just going to be the response. We won't be able to notice it. I talk a lot about that in all of my podcast episodes almost. So we're practicing to notice. And then this meditation you'll do afterwards, most likely. You're not going to do in the moment of being triggered, but you're going to notice it in the moment and then you're going to come back to it. Okay, so now we're going to come back to it. So come back to that triggered moment that you noticed earlier in the day and notice it in your body where it lives in your body how intense it is, and some of the qualities or sensations that are around it. So you're going to turn your eyes inward. So maybe you even close your eyes here to turn your awareness inward and then start exploring. What are the shapes? What are the qualities like, you know, prickliness, expansiveness, contractiveness, hot, cold, distant, close, sharp, dull? What are the sensations here? And then the next step, which is pretty interesting is to start to explore, is there like an entity, a symbol, a figure that arises in relation to this shadow? For example, this could be like a prankster or a joker. It could be like a, a golem or a goblin. It could be like a pervert or someone who's addicted to sex. It could be a black widow. It could be an emotionless, stoic type figure, a controller a vengeful wrath or wailing banshee or a child. So explore this, imagine here, visualize this part of you. What does it look like? Even if it doesn't have a name, like, you know, I don't know, goblin or joker, maybe you can come up with a shape and a visual, right? What does the face look like? What are the colors associated with this entity? What is the mood? And then maybe you can come up with your own name. Naming it can be helpful because naming it can help us, which I'm going to talk about in a moment, get in relationship with it. And that's the next step. <laughs> get into relationship with the shadow. So now that you're noticing it and you're creating a, like a, a, a identity around it, allow your full sense of self or conscious self to disentangle from that part of you and witness it. So you're separating yourself from it and you're, sh you're seeing it right as its own thing, its own entity. And then as you do so, you're going to hold loving space for this part of yourself, validate and see it, really see it instead of stuffing it down or strategizing over top. So you don't have to see it pushing it away, distracting. This allows the shadow to come out of hiding. And instead of popping out sideways as it hides itself, we can now really start to, to reckon with it. We can start to see it and create relationship with it. If we don't, you can tune in. I'm sure this happens if you create some sort of story uh, line, timeline in your life. These parts of ourselves will come out. And usually it's in ways that we're not conscious of and in ways that are not helpful, like outbursts, passive aggressive behavior, cynicism, sarcasm, rage, negative self-talk, etc. So now that we've noticed this part and we've identified it and we've disentangled ourselves from it and we're witnessing it and holding loving space for it, we can start to inquire and ask the shadow, what does it need? What shadow are you trying to tell me? What, whatever name you have for it, are you trying to show me? 
So that's the next step in this meditation. And from there, we go to step four, and we're going to create another relationship with it. And it's going to be a new one. So instead of separating ourselves, which is the big practice, being able to separate ourselves from this part of us and see it as a part of us from our whole self or soul self, now we're actually going to become that shadow for a short amount of time. Maybe you can even set your timer for about a minute or so. We are going to be it. You're going to say what it wants to say. You're going to act how it wants to act. If it wants to be angry, if it wants to be sad, let it be angry, let it be sad. If it wants to be wild, let it be wild. Become it. Notice what comes out when you become it. And furthermore, I would encourage you as you become the shadow to really experience and let out the sound and movement of the shadow. If the shadow could make a sound or be a sound, what would it be? Would it be a moan, a cry, a wail, a sigh, a scream, a yell, a mumble, a snicker? What sound would it utter? Allow that sound to move through you and out into the world. Let it move through you. Really feel it. Don't like push it down. Feel the energy of it. And then secondly, what movement, if any, would it make? Would it dance? Would it fight? Would it posture? Would it collapse? Would it run? Would it gyrate? Would it freeze? Would it curl into a ball? What would it do? Can you allow your body? So if you're watching the video, you can see me doing this. Allow your body to move, to shake, to shiver, whatever the shadow feels like it needs to do. Being the shadow and allowing its embodied energy to flow through you helps clear a lot of emotional and energetic space within us. And this is like a big step into integrating the shadow. And that's number five. The last step after moving through this, disentangling and separating yourself from the shadow, and then being the shadow. After moving through this, we're now going to again disentangle and separate ourselves from this shadow part of ourself to reintegrate it in. So maybe your timer goes off, you are done, you have to separate yourself. Now, if you're doing that previous exercise, please allow it to be a safe space to do so where you can be a little wild. You can let that flow um, wherever that may be, but create parameters around it so you don't just stay there and stay stuck there. Set your alarm and then come out of it and then practice separating and witnessing the shadow. So now you have developed a relationship with it. You have consciously felt its energy in your body and mind and inquired as to what it needs, as to where it comes from. Now, instead of hiding from this part of yourself, now, instead of this part of yourself hiding out and coming out in ways that aren't life-giving, now through the practice we just did, you can start to notice the shadow more consciously and attend to it in the moment, say, of getting triggered. Now, you might not be able to go into that becoming the shadow part, but you know what it feels like. And you know what it's desiring. And maybe you go into your mind and you can, with your imagination, bring yourself there. Or giving yourself space in conflict when you're triggered, you can attend to the trigger by separating yourself from it. And then later on, you can allow that energy of the trigger of the shadow self to fully take you and fully clear it in some way. So the reason this is important is that it does two things. It allows us to see that we aren't just our shadows, right? They aren't really the, the full sense of who we are. And at the same time, they are part of us. And how can we bring them back in, in a way that is life-giving and full of potential and possibility? 
as opposed to them coming out sideways. So the first step, remember, well, not the first step, but part of the process is to first see them, inquire about them, separate yourself from them, disentangle and attend to them. And the next one is to see what it's like to fully feel them and to let the energy be let out in a more productive way as opposed to coming out sideways. All right. So hopefully this made some sense for you. We're kind of running out of time here for the short episode. If you want to go deeper, reach out to me and let's connect. Let's work with your shadow and bring it into your life in a way that gives you the utmost possibility and removes the roadblocks in your life and your relationships in such a way that you can move forward in your journey of connecting to yourself and others in much more meaningful and powerful ways. If you like this episode, please share it with a loved one. And I really want to ask you from my humble heart to give us a five-star rating and a few words of encouragement. If you do love the podcast, it really helps us reach more people. And uh, we're really looking to do that, to bring some of this wisdom into the lives of others. Otherwise, thanks for being here. Looking forward to being with you on the next episode from near and from afar, from all around the world. Please take this meditation today. Try it out and connect it deeper to who you really are, the parts of who you are, the shadow parts of who you are, and actually hold space for that in others. This exercise is helpful to hold space for the shadow and others to understand that they too might have things coming out sideways. And then of course, to connect to something greater in the full process. Thanks so much, y'all. 